Hey guys, it's Alexa and you're listening to Just Hear Me Out podcast. Just Hear Me Out was a podcast that I created to hopefully give somebody that virtual big sister that I never received or that they have maybe never received. I will share stories and I will provide wisdom to those who not only deserve it but need it. And I will never fail to make you feel loved and remind you of how important you are to this world and everything that you deserve. I hear you, I see you, and you are not alone. I love you, and I'm always here. Hello guys, happy Thursday. I hope you guys are having a really amazing day. I hope you're smiling, I hope you woke up with gratitude, and I hope you're just staying positive. It's spring break for me, so that's why I've been a little bit MIA. I've kind of just wanted to, you know, have some relaxation because who doesn't love a good day to just chill and stuff? And for me, it's a week. So I've just kind of been, you know, chillaxing a little bit. But I'm finally back on the show, and hopefully there won't be any more breaks from here till the end of season one, which is episode 10. So these... Uh, next few episodes are going to be pretty exciting, um, and I can't wait for what's to come. But today's episode in particular is probably something that, it's not really something that is very, like, universal problems. It's more, uh, personal related, and it's just advice that I would give myself before turning a certain age, which is something I've always done, and hear me out when I say, like, what I mean by that topic in a second, no pun intended, But um, every year on my birthday or before my birthday or right after my birthday, I will go on my notes pad and I will write some advice. But I would write the number of advices I give is the number of age I'm turning. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, For me, this year was 16 things I wish I knew before turning 16 um, because I was turning 16. And I've probably done this since I was like 11 or 12. I don't remember. I think it was since I got my first phone and I've just done it. And I do it in my notes page every year. And it's really exciting. I love to look back at it because it's not only really adorable, but it's also just, um, it's good to always remind yourself stuff that yourself tries to remind you of. I, I hope I'm making sense with all of this, but like I... It's just, it's so cute, you know, looking back at it, um, even though that was only me, what, three months ago? Four months ago? It's four months already? Jesus. Okay. Um, so the first one is stop trying to fit in because being you is way more special and whoever doesn't see that can go fly a kite. Yeah, that's something I would definitely say. Um, (laughs) um, that is so true. Because I have the tendency of trying to constantly, you know, fit into a friend group or fit into a certain group of people. And I always end up forgetting who I am in the long run. And I feel like if you have to change yourself for somebody or for anybody, and I've said this before, um, they don't deserve to see you shine. They don't deserve to be your friend because your heart and your inner beauty and what you portray yourself as in the world is way more beautiful than having to change yourself for somebody else and whoever doesn't see that can genuinely go fly a kite because wow who whoever doesn't see your worth is not worth your time basically uh number two 
Your mental and physical health over school and extracurriculars, always, always, always. And I actually wrote always, always, always. Um, yes. And this might bring up a little bit of controversy because I have an older audience here who, for example, my mom, <laughs> not calling you out, mom, I love you, but um, she doesn't believe in mental health, but that's just her. Um, for me, I've always believed that taking care of myself and my physical health and my mental health and making sure that I'm 100%, I do that so I can give 100% in everything else I do in my life because without me, there's nothing. Like, without me, I can't do anything. If I'm not healthy, it's not healthy to do things when I'm not healthy. Um, so, school and dance, for me, my extracurricular is dance, um, I've always you know, made it a priority that if I have to take a break from something or if I have to stop studying for a test because it's like two o'clock in the morning, I will do it because my mental, my physical health over everything. And lately, I haven't done a great job at it. Um, obviously, everybody knows of all the stuff that's been going on, but uh, I haven't been taking care of myself lately and I used to be so good at it. Um, but, you know, things happen, life happens, and I'm using this week to kind of go back and take care of myself. Like, for example, yesterday I went to the beach, and I cleared my mind, I tanned a little bit, I went in the water, and I I, I definitely needed it. My mind was cleared, I read, I love to read, I haven't read in forever, and I got to read my book, and... Yeah, that was, I definitely needed that. And I'm also taking care of my physical health by eating good food. I'm trying to eat good food. And I've been trying to get some movement in my body every single day, whether that's walking, dancing, working out, whatever. So yeah, just take care of your mental and physical health. And sometimes it's healthier than leaving it to the side and, you know, putting everything like school and extracurriculars before it. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. Three. Know who your real friends are and drop the fake ones. Now, if I haven't said this like five million times on this podcast, I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah, I have a tendency of saying that everybody's my real friend, but I know who my real friends are. I can count them on ten fingers and it won't even meet ten fingers. Um, just know who your people are. Once you know who your real people are, you can drop the fake ones if you have to. It's not always, it's not always nice to, um, it's not good for your mental and your health, like just your health in general, to um, be constantly worrying about, oh, but this friend isn't there for me in this situation. Just drop them, you know? Yeah, it sucks that you're one friend down and you're one friend less, but it's healthier because you make room for better friends and better people that you'll meet along the way. There's 8 billion people on the planet and some of us haven't even made it to the halfway point of our life, not even a quarter of our life. You are crazy if you think that you've met everybody that you're going to meet in this lifetime. Make room for them because the more room you make, the faster they come to you. So just appreciate your real friends know that that's enough and know that you'll feel complete with just knowing them and then just leave the people that aren't meant for you because it's not healthy and 
I have, I think with this podcast, I've helped myself so much acknowledge who my real friends are. And like hearing back all my episodes, because I do listen to all of my episodes, I, you know, I take my own advice now because it's something I'm hearing from somebody else, even though it's my own voice. Um, It's been really helpful because I've just understood that whoever wants to talk to me will and whoever doesn't doesn't um I always try to kill people with kindness because I know that I'll get far in the long run and if somebody if you try to say hi to somebody and they turn around and they acknowledge that you said hi and then they go to say hi to you like an hour later you gotta know your worth and you gotta know that you're not gonna take that so I've definitely learned that so um, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Just know who your real people are and appreciate them and love them with your whole heart because there's nothing better than appreciating what you have right in front of you and never asking for more because with them you are enough and with them they are enough. So that's that's where I'll leave that. Ooh, this one, I think this one's more towards me. Um, what you don't tell people they can't take away. I wish I would have seen this like seven months ago. I wish I would have written this to my written this to myself seven months ago, maybe even a year ago. Well, you don't tell people they can take they cannot take away. And this ties in to the next one, which is don't trust too easily. I have a tendency of trusting everybody who gives me even the slightest opportunity to trust them because I again have grown up um making it very hard for me to trust people or people taking advantage of me and people bullying me I've seen how I've it's it's a trauma response honestly uh I don't know how else to say it um where now that I feel like I have all these friends and stuff I feel like I can trust them all and I will just tell them everything and I still to this day I'm heavily guilty but um I have this tendency of doing that and I feel like um, I tell people way too much and I feel as if everything I've told people, um, at least parts of it or the whole thing has been erased from my life, which is so crazy. Who would have thought, like, let me tell you, envy is real, you guys. If you listen... I could write a book about envy. Envy is real. And what you tell people and you think that you can trust them, they will literally grab it and break it in half. And it'll, like, like it never existed in your life. For example, I have liked boys. And I will tell my friends immediately. I'll tell every single one of them. Every single one of them. Uh, boom. Boy's gone from my life. Boy doesn't even remember my name. I was like, oh, fun, you know, just don't trust too easily, and um, remember that you have the power to choose what people want to know of you, so don't tell people everything that you don't want taken from you, Um, I will take that to my grave now that I say that, oh, I love this one, (laughs) okay, sorry, working towards your future every single day, Um, I do that, I try to at least, um, I feel like with having a podcast, 
that's helped me enough with working towards my future because this will be my future. Um, again, I want this to grow into something bigger and better than just being on Spotify and Amazon Music and other platforms. So um, this is a m way of working towards my future. Um, so do that to yourself. Do yourself that favor. You know, whether that's studying, whether that's applying for classes or something that will benefit you when you get to your career, um, absolutely do that. And uh, working towards your future doesn't necessarily have to be towards your career. Maybe you can, I don't know, start a vision board of, you know, wanting to grow a family or all that stuff. You can definitely do that. And it doesn't always necessarily have to mean curriculum curricular wow career wise um this next one this one i've probably this has been a piece of advice that i've probably had in my notes since i was like i don't know forever grades matter i do i even have to explain that yeah of course grades matter especially if you're in high school i hope you're working and studying and meeting all of your grade requirements and you know i could definitely do better. I have pretty good grades, but I could definitely, you know, work a little bit harder. But um, I'm doing what I can. That's do what you can. Don't kill yourself now. Don't don't, you know, overwork yourself because you want that academic validation. Um, I, too, have tried to be Roy Gilmore and uh, I will say it's not very healthy. So just do what you can uh, as long as you're working hard. Um, and even if that's not always shown, your worth isn't, um, your worth it doesn't revolve around a couple of letters, okay? Just, as long as you're working hard, be proud of yourself. That's all that matters. Okay, the next one. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Okay, just because your success is, is taking a little bit longer to appear, that does not mean you're not making any progress or you're not doing any good a hundred percent everything has its own pace if you see people moving on with their lives and you're just kind of stuck in the back and this doesn't mean like with just career and school this goes for everything in life if you see all of your friends like moving on to bigger and better things and you know leaving their extracurriculars because they found new passions or they're getting jobs or they're falling in love just because your timeline isn't at the same pace as their timeline, that does not mean that it's never going to happen or you're not doing any good. Um, I personally, I myself right now sitting on this chair talking to this microphone, I can say that today I've thought about when is my time going to come and I've just realized that it's going to come. I don't choose my timeline. You know, that's whoever is writing my story, whoever's writing my show, Make sure this season, episode, stuff like that, make sure you aren't forcing anything into your life just because everybody else around you is, um, just because everybody else around you is having something that you want. Um, sometimes you don't always see the full picture. Sometimes what you see from somebody else's, um, point of view that might be all great and dandy, but behind that screen there's probably something very dark or something that you might not want and that's why it hasn't come for you because it's not meant for you so just stop 
you know, comparing yourself. It's not healthy. And, um, yeah, just because your success is taking a bit longer just doesn't mean you're not going to be successful. It just means that your success is possibly going to be bigger and it's going to take a little bit longer to form because it hasn't found all the materials you're going to need for it. So just take that advice with what you with what you can and just take it in. This next one, it's okay to rest. Yes. 100%. Drop the computer, drop the Zoom meetings, drop the books, drop the notebook, drop everything and take a rest. Whether that's go on a vacation, whether that's take a nap, um, whether that's eat a good piece of food, whether that's stretch for a little bit, move your body, go for a walk, clear your mind, listen to music, do it. You need to rest and you need to give your body that relaxation setting that it needs. Your body is a machine and if you don't turn it off every now and then, it's going to go rusty it's going to run out of fuel it's going to you know glitch it's going to shut down so i say this with a full heart um rest because i know some of you like myself like to just go 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 like there's no time um time doesn't stop time is inevitable but you can stop the clock for a little bit and rest. Things aren't going to run away that fast. I promise. Oh my god. I definitely wrote this one after my birthday. Because I saw Avatar. I love this. Your family is your fortress. Your friends can turn on you. Okay. Your family is your fortress. That's an Avatar reference. I definitely wrote that after watching Avatar. Um, yes. Your family... And I'm not talking about, like, your cousins, your third cousins, your tenth cousin, whatever. No, I'm talking about, like, your immediate family. Like, your mom, your dad, your siblings, your pet. And they are always going to be there for you. They are your fortress. They are what make you whole. They are what brought you into this world. And they are your biggest cheerleaders. And I know for me, you know, I'm speaking, I'm preaching to the choir here. I know some of us have certain situations where it's not that case and believe me i'm sorry i am there for you and if you ever need to talk i'm here but what you have as a family and sometimes it could be your friends your friends can be your family your family is your fortress they are what keep you going they're your biggest cheerleaders and they will never leave your side um so appreciate that um your friends can turn on you. Now, depending on who, what friends we're talking about, we're, we can be, we're going back to the fake and real friends. Your real friends can be your family. They can be your fortress. But your fake friends can easily turn around and pretend like you never existed. So it's your choice on who you want to be in your fortress. That's very important. It's, it's your choice who you want to be cheering behind you in the sidelines. Um, for me, it's always going to be my family and my pup. And a couple of real friends. And obviously my grandparents and um, my aunt and my uncles and, and a couple of my cousins. So, you know, just make sure your fortress is strong enough for you to keep going. 
Okay. Yeah, I definitely wrote this later on. The overthinking isn't healthy. You're going to create a monster you won't be able to fight off later on. I am a chronic overthinker. I have the worst overthinking and anxiety in the world. Um, I can say something and two weeks later, I'll go back to that scenario and I'll be like, I cannot believe I said that. Or I will stutter while reading a book in class and I will literally ask the person next to me, did everybody hear me stutter? I am like that. I have always been that way. Actually, no, I have not always been that way. Um, I've been that way since I guess I was 15. I guess since I started kind of caring about what other people thought um, and stopped. Then when I stopped caring, but then the overthinking stayed, that's normal. It, it just happens. Um, I overthink people's opinions of me so heavily and I've tried to control it. But, and like subconsciously, like my mind, my heart doesn't care about what other people think. My mind does. And when your mind and your heart are not aligned, that's where anxiety gets built up. Um, my dad taught me that. And overthinking is something that I feel like I'm going to struggle with for the rest of my life because um, it's really hard to just fight that monster off. And I'm going to try to get better at it. But um, I'm in constant need of reassurance of people's perception of me. Um, or like, let's say I'll go weeks without te texting a friend or weeks without talking to somebody. And I'll be like, oh, they hate me. Oh, they don't like me anymore. They're not friends with me anymore. So, sorry, my dog's barking in the background. That's really annoying. Um, <laughs> um, but just, if, if you're an overthinker, I just... You know, if you ever need somebody to talk to who's experiencing the same thing, again, my DMs are always going to be open and we can fight off that monster together if it makes you feel better. Next one. As much as you want a love like the movies, people are immature. <laughs> so focus on yourself. For me, I wrote boys are immature, but I know um, I have a male audience, so I said people. Um... As much as you want to love like the movies. I have this tendency of wanting a love like in The Notebook or a love like in Beauty and the Beast or a love like in Tangled for all my people who love Tangled. Um, I have always wanted that phantasmic type of love where it's just so unreal and so perfect but it has its flaws and it has its imperfections. But it makes it so perfect that I'd never want to leave that person. I'm at an age where hookup culture, and I'm in a generation where hookup culture is super duper popular. And there's nothing I can do about it. I can't control boys and stuff. So for right now, I've just kind of decided to not you know, put myself in a position where I'm going to get hurt. So I've kind of just put up the shield for love and maybe one day I'll find it. I can still like people. I mean, I don't know. I'd say I'm crushing on somebody right now, but I, what what would I say? I'm kind of putting myself out there, but whatever. Um, I'm in a position right now where I've kind of just put up a wall because I realized that I'm not going to get hurt and I'm not going to turn down my self-respect and I deserve better than 
to go to a party and just hook up with somebody. So I, I just want to, I'll just wait. I'll wait for the right person and I can wait as long as I have to because I deserve a love like the movies and even if it won't be just like the movies because movies have editing and a script um something along those lines so take that with what you can um um this ties into last week's episode stop worrying about how you look in the mirror you're beautiful um thanks alexa (laughs) that's so cute um yeah you're you're beautiful whether you look in the mirror and you've gained a couple pounds whether you look in the mirror and you don't have the same body that you did when you were 13 14 um whether you've eaten a bunch of pizza whether you've whether you have that constant pasta bloat whether you have to unbutton your jeans because you ate too much pasta you know i've been there we've all been there um you're beautiful regardless your body is your vessel and whatever you see in that mirror is your vessel and that's something that you're going to have for the rest of your life so you might as well fall in love with it because it's stuck with you yeah this one's important uh find new passions it's okay to do so if you've fallen out of love with the one that you've done your whole life now i've been a dancer since i was two and a half three years old i've been dancing competitively since i was eight i think seven or eight around those ages um I've come to a point in my life where it's not the only thing I want to focus on or it's not my whole life anymore. Growing up, I was like, oh, I want to be a dance teacher. Oh, I want to open up my dance studio. I want to be just like Maddie Ziegler. I want to be just like how the girls are on Dance Moms. And lately, um, I lost my spark for dance. And I guess you can tie in episode five. I'm not going to you know, talk about it heavily, but if you go back to episode five, um, you'll know why my spark for dance is kind of dimmed. Um, I haven't been the best at loving what I do, and I will always have a strong love for dance, but competitive dance as of lately has not been the healthiest environment. And I don't know, I feel like that passion isn't always going to be there anymore. And honestly, I'm okay with it. Um, This life wasn't meant to be like stay 100% committed to something. If you've stayed committed for it for a long period of time and you feel like it's time to move on to bigger and better things, then, you know, 100%, do it, go for it, find that new passion. I lately have found a passion for podcasting. I've lately found a passion for baking again and I love baking um I found a passion to uh watch many many Disney movies and go to Disney and I found a passion to um play piano again I found a passion to read I've I've you can find those passions late late in life there's no there's no age to find passions or to leave a passion If you feel like you're outgrowing something and something isn't meant for you and this goes into the next one, drop it. It doesn't, it's not the end of the world and you can always come back to it if you have to, if you want to. Um, Yeah, that's the next one. Drop the things that aren't meant for you and that goes for friends, that goes for passions, that goes for love, that goes for family even. 
um, you know, if you have family that's very toxic, if you have friends that are very toxic, if you have a relationship in your life that's very toxic, um, and you just aren't in love with the passion that you once did, just let go of it, because what's meant for you will always come back, and if you love something enough, you let it go, and that is something that I will live by for the rest of my life. And finally, number 16, my lucky number, last but not least, it's okay to feel alone and become your own best friend. Now, when I turned 15, I, in the summer of being 15, summer of last year, I found a love for being in my own company. I loved swimming alone. I loved being in my room alone. I loved watching movies alone. I loved baking alone, just listening to music. Because when you're by yourself and you have your headphones in and the world kind of just stops and time just stops going and you feel a sense of peace with yourself and you find a love to be by yourself because when you're by yourself, nobody can judge you by but yourself. So when, you know, I found a love to have peace in my own company and I sort of in that way became my own best friend. And now with... Having a podcast, I go back and listen to all of my episodes and I give myself advice. And in that process, I've become my own best friend. Now I have really good best friends and I love them. Sometimes it's okay to just be your own because um, you can't really hurt yourself in that process unless you, you know, intentionally want to do so. And that's okay. It's okay to feel alone. Um, being lonely is a very bad feeling. It sucks. Um, it feels awful, but you know, once you find a love, you, once you are alone enough, um, and you have no other option but to be alone, you kind of start falling in love with that. And I have had many summers where I will wait to make plans for, with friends and it'll just never happen. They'll never make plans. And I'll go a whole summer without hanging out with anybody. The summer of 2021, I was home all summer. And I probably hung out with friends like once or twice. So uh, you, find a, you find peace in the silence of being on your own. Um, and that's, that's it. That's number 16. That is 16 things I wish I knew before I turned 16. And... I wish I can just give you guys all a big hug if you are struggling with what I just uncovered. Um, uh, I hope that this was helpful, and I hope that you listened to this advice as much as I did. Um, Thank you, Alexa, back in 2022 for this. I definitely needed to hear it today. Um, I hope you guys are having an amazing Thursday, an amazing rest of your week, an amazing and safe spring break. Um, I hope you take this advice with what you can and, you know, just soak it all in. And if you don't take it, it's okay. But if you do, hey, we're all on the same page here. Um, remember that you're always heard and you're always seen and that I love you guys with my whole heart. Make sure you guys are following me on both Instagrams at Alexa Nicole HDEZ and at Just Hear Me Out Podcast. Um, I hope to continue this journey in these next three episodes. I'm super excited for what's next. Um, I'll see you guys next Tuesday. I love you, and as always, besitos. Love you.